coming together and supporting one another in Christ. Good morning, Christian America. That's what today's podcast is going to be about this Friday as we go through some of the headlines that we brought to you this week in case you missed them. There's a common theme here, and the common theme is that Christians, regardless of our position, regardless of our stature in society, should be supporting others, supporting other Christians who are out there trying to do good works on behalf of him who sees all, who knows all, who should be inspiring us. And so it's in that light that we want to bring you some of the news of this past week, this morning. Let's get right down to it. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here is always representing the Christian American revitalization effort. We tell you every podcast, we start off every podcast reminding you that the Christian American revitalization effort is exactly what the name implies. We seek to revitalize the Christian faith throughout this nation. We seek to reinvigorate, inspire, um, inform, and educate Christians across this land on scripture first and foremost, on the knowledge and the wisdom of God first and foremost, but also to uh, inform you guys and educate you guys, keep you guys aware abreast of what is going on across this world, what is going on across this nation that affects Christians uh, and how we and what part we can play, how we should interact with whatever else is going on. And it's that that we come to you today for today's podcast. We're going to talk about some of the things that we brought to you over the past week in case you uh, haven't had to check out every single um, piece of content that we've put out either on social media or Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or, you know, caught Monday's uh, podcast on Mark uh, uh, chapter four, the gospel of Mark chapter four. If you missed that, I would encourage you to go back and look, uh, look at that. You can find it on our YouTube channel, the good morning Christian America YouTube, YouTube channel, or you can find us on rumble.com. Just search Christian American community and you'll find us and you'll find that podcast. That way you can see the video. If you're only, uh, if you don't have time to sit down in front of a TV or a, a computer and watch it, you can subscribe to the podcast on any platform um, that they have podcasts. That's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or any other of uh, the podcast platforms out there. So without further ado, today, this Friday, when we get you ready for the weekend, we want to just remind you on some of the things that have taken place this past week. And hopefully today is a more of an uplifting message because what we'll find out is that Christians during this downtime, during this this pandemic during uh, this strife and the struggle that we we are going through, like everyone else uh, that the world is going through, that this country is going through, that our community and our families are going through, Christians are stepping up to the plate. And that is what we are called to do. We are called to step up to the plate. We are called to be um, to be that salt of the earth, to be that you know light in the world, to bear that good fruit. We 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 are called to do that, and we are called to have hope. And so, just real quick, we want to remind you that. Uh, I'll, I'll share this with you real quick. It's a uh, it, it's one of the verses, the daily verses that we started you off this week with, and it's from Romans five five. It says, "Now hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out in all of our hearts by the Holy Spirit was given to us." And that's true. Right? That's a message we should carry with us at all times, that we should be in everlasting hope, that we should 
be seeking Christ and we know in our in our hearts and in our minds uh, in our souls we should be uh, we should be committed to the hope that is God that he has a plan for us regardless of the struggle regardless of the trials regardless of the challenges that we face no matter how tough they get we should always have hope we should always be uh, that hope to others to show that there is hope that they should too also hope in the coming of our Lord that he will deliver us that regardless of the trying times uh, eventually God will bring us out of these dark times and move us towards a towards a brighter day and even Paul says that in Romans there he says also later that we should be glorifying we should be glorying in our sufferings because sufferings produce perseverance perseverance produces character in who we are and that character would eventually lead us to hope and that is the state of being that we should try to be in as much as possible the hope and the coming of the coming of Jesus on his return and that we would be an, an everlasting uh, and a bond with our Lord and Savior and so so the first article we want to talk to you real briefly we're going to cut through these because we want to be respectful of your time but we also want to make sure that you're aware of what's going on all this goodness that's going on out there and things that you need to be uh, you know considering as you make your way around this world so the first uh the first article we're going to bring to you just real quick is from news busters and it has to do with for uh, the nfl star benjamin watson for people who don't know who benjamin watson is he used to play uh for a couple teams most notably he played with tom brady and the new england patriots at one time uh he is a staunch advocate him and his wife and his family are staunch advocates in the pro-life movement and so here we have a, a an athlete an nfl uh famous person who is actively standing up, actively speaking out, actively uh, taking a part in the pro-life movement and bringing the pro-life, you know, not a message, the knowledge of being pro-life into the all of these movements and this movement for for justice across uh, different communities. And essentially, uh, that's what the article is is getting at, um, saying that you know that him and his wife support above all you know the the right to life and that the right to life is one of the greatest injustices that any community could ever uh could, could ever be a part of and this um this article quotes watson is saying what links different justice issues together is a shared commitment to equality equal dignity for all human life from the womb to the tomb people think that they can fight against oppression and exploitation in our economy or criminal justice system without also defending the lives of the unborn from the abortion industry, but they can't. It's, it is a hollow and lifeless sort of justice that views some lives as expendable, forgettable, and unimportant. I mean, that, that is a quote to remember that is a quote to remember and what's important here is not only that message but it's all but also the greater context into here we have a christian celebrity a christian athlete a christian uh someone someone who's recognizable using his name not to further the interest of himself not to further his own pocketbooks but to fight for life and that fight for life is a good thing and so we applaud benjamin watson we support 
anything that has to do with the pro-life movement. The pro-life movement is, if you followed us uh, at any point in time, you know that we are uh, staunchly pro-life. My my shirt uh, right here says, if you're going to be Christian American, you should be pro-life, right? We're pro-family, we're pro-marriage, we're pro-community, not just any community, but the Christian American community. And so the next uh, article I want to you know uh, show you guys is one that we brought to you on Wednesday. Um, it's kind of similar uh, now that I'm, I'm showing you this, uh, and it has to do with another former NFL tight end. Jason Witten used to be for the uh, used to play tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Just recently retired, and you know the very first thing that he's doing after retiring from NFL football is he just got hired at a Christian school um, to be the head coach, the head football coach. And so uh, how great is it, again, to have a Hall of Famer tight end um, from the Dallas Cowboys, 11-time Pro Bowler, uh, Pro Bowl selection, as now the head coach of a Christian high school football team. And so he goes on, he's quoted as saying that faith, family, and football in this next chapter, it is important uh, to me to be the best father and husband that I can be while making a positive impact in the community and share the wisdom I've accumulated over the years to positive uh, to positively impact the next generation. I mean, uh, he's going to be the head football coach of Liberty uh, Christian, a high school, a Christian high school in Texas. We again, we support these efforts. We should be applauding these efforts for someone to use his name and his position in our country and our society to bring attention to what should be brought to people's attention, which is the goodness of God. And so that's what he's doing here. He's a, a, a Hall of Fame Pro Bowl football player. I'm I'm sure he's not in need of money. I'm assuming there's and it isn't going to be any prestigious position in being a uh, at least any more of a prestigious position uh, than what he just came from doing. But yet he wants to dedicate his time and his energy into a Christian setting to raise his kids. So he said, family, faith, and football um, as as his cornerstones. Uh, and the cornerstones of his family. We applaud an effort like that. We should all support people like that. We as Christian Americans need to support other Christians across this nation that are doing good things. We can't just look and then, you know, think bad thoughts or even, you know, just quietly uh, be okay with whatever they have going on. We need to be outwardly supporting one another. That is how we gain strength as a community. That is how we gain confidence as a community and the confidence and the strength and the and, and the inspiration, the motivation to get out there and do things then spreads you know, far and wide, farther than either any one of us uh, could ever know. And so it's in that same vein that, that we will um, take you to this next article that we brought to you this week. Uh, hopefully you had a chance to read it. Um, and it has to do with a Texas high school uh, starting a student run grocery store that offers free food and clothing in need. So we got this article off christianheadlines.com. Uh, the author name, the author's name is right here, John Paluska. And so what this article says is that in the, in the town of Sanger, Texas, which is in North Texas, um, there is a shortage of food and uh, the, the grocery stores were struggling. So uh, a student run, the, a, a school got together with the uh, high school principal 
uh, whose name is Anthony Love, started the school uh, to help families keep up with necessities until lockdowns and the pandemic end and people are allowed to work again. Uh, the grocery store right now has, is student run and it's been uh, student run since last November. And so what they're doing is they're offering, uh, they're raising money and they're offering free food to families. In this article right here, it says 32 families were helped one night with a combined effort of multiple charitable organizations and individuals and a Christian ministry. Apparently, um, you know, this, this school and some of the organizations and whether they be secular organizations or specifically Christian organizations um, are helping families. So average people, everyday people coming together to volunteer their time, volunteer their services, volunteer their talent, volunteer their treasure and help the communities writ large. We as Christians, again, we need to be supporting these communities. We need to be supporting these actions. We need to be supporting Christian ministries. We need to be supporting Christian efforts. We need to be supporting Christian businesses. And the reason we say that is not because we are also a Christian business, but that the secular world is not going to support Christian businesses. The secular world is not going to support Christian ministries. The secular world wants to tear down the Christian community. The, the, the secular world wants to tear down us who have faith in God. It's Satan's desire to tear down our belief in God. That was the whole story of Job when Satan says specifically that once I inflict this guy named Job, he'll curse his maker. And God has faith that Job would not. And we know the story, Job does not, and he reaps all the benefits of his, of his faithful action, right? But we as Christians in 2021, with the pandemic and everything that's going on, again, we try to stay you know, out of the political fray, but we, we also must be aware of the, the political environment that we are in. The Christian faith is under attack every single day, especially on social media. And we stand on social media. We speak on social media. We broadcast like this on social media. They're going to have to cut us off, but make no mistake, they're trying to cut us off. If they would, if they could get away with cutting us off without severe backlash, they would do that, which is why what they do periodically, they make it difficult. Trust us, been on social media now, with, with this podcast and sharing content for over three years and it's a constant struggle it's a constant fight over who is allowed and the organic reach that we uh that we have regarding to the amount of followers that we have as opposed to how many people we reach and so that is a constant struggle for us and with very little answers and a whole lot of speculation and so we won't delve into anymore because we, we have no proof to anything and i think that's why uh that's the way that these social media companies uh like it and so it's in that light that we want to just remind you about this last article that we showed you earlier this week specifically on this topic and so this is another article from christianheadlines.com uh by the author of uh milton Quintanilla. And a Christian professor suspended from Facebook for a post about tra uh, transgender policy, right? We're not going to get into the transgender policy debate right now. However, the, the point of this article is saying that 
uh, that we want to bring to your attention because it falls along this same line of thinking that a Christian professor was templar temporarily suspended from Facebook this week for expressing disagreement with the president on a new policy on allowing transgender people to serve in the military. Now, whether or not you agree or disagree with the policy, the that, that is not what this uh, article is about, and that's not what this uh, portion of this video is about. What we want to make uh, you aware of is that Facebook, social media company, is taking on the role of government censure, uh, not government, but of censorship. A, a law, the Constitution of the United States, has in its First Amendment a law that says the government cannot shut you down, cannot censor you, cannot take away your freedom of speech. But the government in this case has abdicated their responsibilities to uphold this, uh, the, this uh, the, our First Amendment to the Constitution and outsourced it, outsourced the censorship to a social media company, which goes back to what I was just talking about. These companies, this secular world, the people who are atheists, people who don't believe in Christ, the unbelievers, the uh, and, and, and the whole spectrum of people that fall under that umbrella of unbelievers, they want to silence us. They want to shut down the word of God. They want that we never step outside and voice our love and affection and our knowledge of Christ. That is, that is just where we're at in today's society, in today's world. And we Christians have to have the courage to stand up and speak out. We have to have the courage not to trap ourselves into the four walls of our church, the four walls of our homes to, to, to silently keep our faith. We are called to be witnesses of Christ, witnesses of the goodness of Christ. We are called to give our testimony and to how God has been good to us and to, and, and, and to be that light, as we talked about earlier, to glorify in the Lord that so that others may look to us and the lives that God has blessed us with and inquire and seek what makes these Christians so happy. How are they able to overcome their struggle? How are they able to be cheerful in these times of the pandemic? How are they able to overcome the tragedies that are taking place? Because we know, we know that God has a plan. And if God has a plan, then it's going to work out for his good. And his good is our good. And we have that hope. We are called to have that hope. We are called to have that strength. We are called to support one another. And so hopefully you got the message of this past week is that the Holy Spirit is at work. It's at work in us. It's at work in our families and our communities. We just have to maintain the hope. We must stick together. We must gain confidence in one another. We must speak out so that others would be inspired. And if we can do these things, we can grow this community. We can strengthen this community uh, stronger than it's ever been 
And if, if there was ever a time where the Christian American community needed strength and confidence, it is now. Because things will continue to get worse towards us from the world. We must be fortified in our beliefs. We must be together and united in our stances so that we can prevail against the enemy. And so with that, ladies and gentlemen, um, that concludes the podcast. We're about out of time. So if you like what we do here, we'd ask that you share this video, that you comment on this video, that you like or, uh, you know, comment or engage on this content. Continue to follow us on all the social media platforms. We're not going anywhere. They're going to have to kick us off. We're going to continue to speak out in the about the goodness of God. We're going to continue to stand strong in the word of the gospel. We are going to continue to don the helmet of salvation and the spirit, uh, the, the sword of the spirit. We're going to continue to stand strong in the full armor of God that Paul talks about so eloquently, so poetically in the sixth chapter of Ephesians. We aren't going anywhere. We encourage you not to go anywhere. Stand strong for the goodness and the love of God and for the strength of your brothers and your sisters in Christ that whom you give confidence to. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, until Monday, we continue down our journey through the Gospel of Mark, chapter 4. You guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.